Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast on Wall Street. One of your hosts <laughs> this week, Bryant Jordan Belfort Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Shepard Fortner. What's going on, Shep? Call you Shep. In the words of my boy Martinez, pregnant titties, <laughs> let's get milky. Nah, man, I'm doing good, man. Let's <laughs> get I don't know why that took me back. Hey, welcome back to Skip the Tutorial. Well, we're back. We're back and better than ever. I don't know why. I don't. I haven't done anything to make us better. Um, if anything, I've just made us worse over time. Me, not you, Todd. You've been the reliable, uh, reliable, uh, go-to, exciting personality of this show. And I have... What the fuck are you saying, bro? No, man, you hold it down. Shut up, man. This is good to see you again, again, and again. Like we're fucking friends, bro. I've been there all man. over the place. I'm trying to grow a goatee. Hey, That's what it is, man. You've been for two weeks just struggling, concentrating like Doctor Doctor Strange, learning sorcery. <laughs> That's right. Grow down your Fu Manchu chin piece. Oh, I'm going to grow it all the way out and braid it. Is what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's I'm living in my Viking roots, even though I'm Scottish and Irish. So I don't have any Viking roots. That's for sure. I'm good, man. How are you? How are you? Hey man, let's get milky, man. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get milky. Nah, I'm I'm I, you know, I'm doing hey man. It's a beautiful sun day, even though it's Saturday that we're recording, the sun's out. Good day. That's right. Um, That's right. Probably talk about it, you know. Mass Effect Legendary Edition is out for me. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and outside of the bullshit, man, I feel extremely blessed to be above ground yet again and doing this thing with the, with the tribe. Yeah. <laughs> That's me the too, office. man. Me too. What about this? Uh, I really like this uh, this this thumbs down sticker with Freddy. Where he's just disappointed Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Bro, I swear to God, we were both eight years old. Though. Like, right when I'm just we had it old, getting old conversation, you start pulling out Halloween stickers. I've got a George pile of stickers over here. Dude, this one's dope. Here you go. It's Freddy on the American flag. I like that one. I like, is that disrespectful to America? I don't think so. I think Freddy's an American hero, a pop culture icon. Bro, 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 bro. We've talked about this ad nauseum. Literally, they're like American flag koozies. That's I don't awesome know if that matters not. Matters not to me, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it matters not to me either. But this one right here, the crying Jason. That's even. I don't know why he's crying, but he's sad. Jason is. You're sad. just excited about your guitar, and you just want to show your stickers. So I you am excited about your guitar because you're going around. Getting all the big boss gang signs money. <laughs> Sorry, my wife is calling. Let me let me your prince guitar. Let me tell her we're recording at the moment on my prince guitar. Prince was the greatest guitarist with soul and technique. Sorry, I got distracted. If this is your first time joining us, I'm glad you stuck around after the three minutes and 54 seconds that me and Todd talked. Uh, we're a video game show. Me and Todd get together and we talk about video games. Sometimes we talk about what we've been playing, the news, and a roundtable. Sometimes we talk about a top seven. This week is the uh, former. We're talking uh, some of the games we've been playing, some news. And, I mean, roundtable-ish, it's more of, like, general discussion. It's no real topic this week. It's just a general yeah, what we we've been do, up to. We're going to talk about whatever fuck we want. Yes. How we do. Yeah. That's the normal. That's the normal. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, we can jump into it, man. I, I haven't been playing as much. I've been playing a little bit. That Don't get me wrong. I've been playing video games some. Um, so, I'm just going to go through those real quick because it's nothing new. And take me two seconds. 
Well, I want to bring. I want to. I want to ask a question before you go through your list. Kind of switch it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. legitimately came to my mind. Yes. Specifically with you, because I'm still, I'm still on the no PS5 train. Yes. Do you think part of the lack of playing it has anything to do with the lack of new games, especially for the new system, or is it just a personal thing with you right now? Like, not really want to fuck with gaming. It's a personal thing. I mean, it's it's got nothing to do with like the games out. Like I've got a backlog of stuff. Like I've still got Hitman Three. Um, I haven't even opened up yet. Resident Evil Eight just came out. And I've been wanting to play that, and that looks good. Um, but really, it's just like just a. I've been on a whole other kick lately. Like I've been really like getting back into my music and playing and listening and studying like you know music theory and music technique and like i go on these like look you can have more than one hobby for for darn sure um but it is one of those things where it's like if you try to like over time i've learned if i try to force myself to enjoy something i will just end up resenting it and Yeah, like I was saying, it's more like a personal thing. Um, like something I've learned as I've gotten older is to ride the wave of my interest. Guitar has always been my interest and something I've always wanted to get better at. And in the last like three or four weeks, I've really like sat down and created a full practice routine and I'm going to stick to it. Um, but it's about working in also the video game time. Usually that would be at night because I'm getting about two, two and a half hours of practice in a day. Um and I'm usually picking either Thursdays or Fridays to not play guitar and just usually like relax with video games and stuff. But lately, like I said, we've been so addicted to that show, The Handmaid's Tale, that that's all I've wanted to do after <laughs> at night is just watch that show and see what goes on. But I have been playing games. So, um, and you know, like June's coming around. So Ratchet and Clank's about to come out. So, you know, I'll be on that. Uh, but I have been right. playing a few games. Uh, me and Bob are still into Monster Hunter. He's gotten a lot more hours into it than I have, but I did hit high rank recently, so I'm happy about that. Um, they just recently added some new monsters, including uh, <laughs> including old, old old Bagel, which I'm excited about because I like I like fighting Bagel. That's one of my favorite monsters in the game. Um, we played some Warzone, me, Bob, and Big Willie. We got on some Warzone a couple weeks ago. We'll probably get back on it some tonight. Um, Warzone's fun. It's fun, but it's, it's really a, kind of a different beast. And then me, Bob, and the wife got on Apex. And that's been the first time I've gotten on Apex in a year. Um, and they've really made some changes to that game. It's there's a whole lot of new characters. It's a brand new map. Uh, the drops are different. They've added shields. Like you, you remember in the original base game, like you would drop without a shield and you would pick up a white shield, and then a blue shield, and then um, you'd keep going progressively higher. A purple. Now you drop with a white shield. So now you're dropping with one, and you're looking for you know the blue and the purple and all that stuff. Um, I mean, it's fun. I played it on PC. The wife played it on PS4, and Bob was on PC. So crossplay worked really well. It took us a minute to get it okay. going, but crossplay play ended up working. Um, I officially suck at Apex again, so I'm trying to get better again. But it was fun. So whatever. That's what I've been playing, man. That's that's what I've got. It's been kind of slim. Um, mostly, like I said, playing guitar, learning new songs, and. Just really just enjoying like diving deep diving back into music again. Like going really in depth on like some of the old albums and tracks and like records I used to listen to and you know, just getting back into that kind of groove of things. The first passion I ever had, music. So that's where I'm at. Right. One of the one of the one of the keystones also to give the tutorial of why this whole thing started, how our friendship budded. 100%. That's dope. I was just, uh, I was just curious too, cause I mean, I think, I don't know, I was talking about it the other day with, um, PlayStation 5. As much as I'm ready to get one and I'll be prepared when it's time or whatever, and I'm, you know, gonna go through it. I'm just, I'm not gonna drive 200 miles to a PlayStation right now. No. Um, yeah. But I also was thinking like, it's, it's not like it launched with like God of War or anything. No. No. Or anything major. So um I'm still I'm still, you know, 
looking forward to it. Damn, phone going out. But um, yeah, it's yeah, you're right. Like Rap and Clay would be dope. I'm interested in seeing a little bit more about Eternal. But that's like that was like more of your topic thing than my old like game. Um, yeah, but yeah, man, that, that's, that you got a chance to play with with Willie. Shout out to him and uh, big, you know, boot is Bob. Speaking Bob, I have met legendary and I instantly remembered why I love that game. It's from the tone and the synthetic futuristic sci-fi sound and just how um, it makes me and how much I just I mean, it, how, how the universe is so endearing. Alright, All right, so speaking about Bob, shout out to him. I know he's a huge Mass Effect fan, as am I. And uh, as we discussed while we play Trash Anthem, but Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I have it in my hands. And even though I was skeptical a little bit, it, once I turned it on, I instantly remember why I love that game. And it has a lot to do with like just the synthetic sound, the sci-fi-ness of it, that calming nature for me, just roaming space. Um, and I don't know, it's just a great story. You've got great actors. The same guy that voiced Spawn is the same guy that voices uh, Captain Anderson in the, yes. with the bug eyes in the game and shit like that. Even though that that's one criticism out the gate. But I mean, the game came out in 2007 and it really just brought me back. And it's one of the first games that I was ever introduced to, especially living in that environment. We've talked about it all the time. Where I really, especially Mass Effect 1, I really love that game for the story, yeah. for the RPG aspects of it, the statistics, the team building, everything else. It was always clunky and kind of weird as far as gameplay is concerned. But I'm enjoying the gameplay so far. The remastered, like landscapes are fucking amazing to me and i mean these were originally um decently looking games but now you know with the hdr and the upgrades it's it's fucking great like pulling up to the citadel again um it's fucking beautiful uh talking to joker um i forgot that guy's name but he, he was an actor he played in a austin powers movie i think the second one as the son of uh, Doctor Evil, he's been—he was like one Seth of those nineties guys. Seth Green, thank you. Yeah, he plays Joker. He's the—he's the pilot of the Normandy, right? So, like I said, as far as just some of that voice acting, storytelling, it just brought me back to like why Bioware is what Bioware was yeah. supposed to be. It, it washes—it washes away the Andromeda ness from me. But um, I like that yeah, washes man, so, I mean, away course, the Andromeda ness. Like, Right, like, of course, I played 2K21, so on and so forth, whatever, but I literally, you know, the game that matters to me right now is Mass Effect. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't even gotten to Mass Effect 2. That's my favorite game um, out of the series. Mass Effect 1, though, is like, I wouldn't even feel right without being able to run through the whole entire series. Like, it's that type of game. I've played it multiple times, um, but being able to revisit it after so many years, I'm just so grateful that I can get to play like the true definitive version of this, especially considering that I missed out on a lot of DLC um, and, the, and the fact that it's intertwined into the gameplay yeah. as a fan. I'm fucking just grateful, bro. Like that's hundred, that's at least a hundred dollars worth of gameplay for sixty dollars for me in a rotation in a weird year where I mean it looks beautiful, it runs fine on my pro. I'm really good with it, and it's definitely like a throwback game. So I wouldn't need like a newer system or even you know I could get it on PC. Yeah, but um, I'm I just can't wait to run through this whole thing again. Uh. The only controversy I came up with it so far as like the Miranda butt issue thing, which I find funny. You know what I'm saying? I, I could care less about that, but it's just like it's supposed to be a deal where they they cut out them butt cheeks. You know what I mean? Which <laughs> I get because like that that can be like a goal in that story, literally to you know be a clap cheekery. You know what I'm saying? You trying to clap alien cheeks and yeah. and take over the world in that way, and that's what's dope. And down deep down, what I forgot, what I enjoyed the most, it's the subtle thing that we miss in a lot of games nowadays, and it's proper morality system yes. between being a paragon or a renegade. And it's so funny because every time, like I, like I, it's, it feels random. 
it's very rare to create that type of environment with like like a extended kind of lore between three games and so many pathways that you can take and the choice is not being as obvious as you think they are. Yeah. Like I'm thinking I'm saying the right thing, but all of a sudden it's just it's filling up my renegade bar and I'm cool with it. Um so yeah, man, uh it's just really cost value for me. I mean, if you're interested in these types of games uh, and you've never played Mass Effect before, you know, despite like some of the rough edges of the remastered first game, I don't really care about that personally, but I'm, I'm an Uber fan. Uh, still, it's still worth the time. It's still, and I mean, it does look better. It looks, it's fucking beautiful in certain aspects, in certain parts of it where, you know, it could be a little, you can tell, like the menu screen, for example, you go to the menu screen, you could tell this this game is almost 20 years old, it feels like. Yeah. But as far as like smoothing out like the face captures and everything like that, I mean, it looks better than some shit that didn't, that's, that's out now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I can't wait to run through this whole thing again and see what path we take, even though I started out my run like I generally start out with Soldier just so I could have heavy armor. But I'm looking into delving deep into it. I'll probably be talking about this one for a while off and on. Um, and I'll pro- I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I will say this. I'm going to spoil some. I might try to save Rex this time because it really, the, my first run through, that's, that's still one of the most bro- like heartbreaking moments I had when. I rolled into number two, and I was I realized that I shouldn't have killed Rex. But um, yeah, man, I, like as far as gaming right now, I'm pretty much stuck on that until the foreseeable future. Is, you know, it's not too much. I'm really tripping too much about. But uh, I mean, did you? Have, I know you still hadn't fucked with it. Definitely telling you, bro. Even if you, I mean, it's just something that I can't tell you enough personally for you. Maybe when you do feel like getting back into the game, game like gaming a little bit, it might help ease you back in. It's just a way to kind of not have that pressure of like an Apex or a Warzone 2, something kind of more leveled out. Maybe help out with the rotation. That's what I do at least. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and 2K something is my with toxic a good game. story. You know? Well, that's what it is. Like, you know, I don't like games like Heavy Rain or De- Detroit Becoming Human too much, even though the yeah. Detroit Becoming Human, like, it's a great game. I'm not going to argue. It's not- but especially Mass Effect 1, for me, I get more, like, yes, it, you, you get the best of both worlds. You get third-person, decent shooter, they put some cover base in it, they fix some of the gameplay where it's at least bearable. When you first had to run through on it, it could be difficult to get through Like, those first five to six hours when I first played Mass Effect, I really just was interested by the story. The gameplay almost got me off the game. Yeah. Now that they've done an upgrade, it seems much more suitable, and they've smoothed that shit out to where it can drive the narrative. And as far as like me being concerned, Mass Effect 1 is kind of like more of my like heavy rain. It's, there's parts yeah. to that because I'm really interested in the lore. Like if you want to go around and figure out anything that's going on and it's, it's explaining everything and you really are creating your own story. Then leading into Mass Effect 2, being that some choices that you made were so massive in 1 that like that's why 2 is my favorite because 2 is darker in a sense of like renegade choices, things like that, and the gameplay was smoothed out. They figured out the the shooting a little bit better, and the choice, the, the choices of it just are deep. Like yeah. it, like you feel you start to feel entrenched and connected to characters out the dump. Um, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I could go on and on about it right now. This is really just an initial impression, of course, of the games. But I mean, I've beaten all the games before. So it's just I can speak on it. I feel like I can speak on another level of like, For okay, sure. well, it's, you know, it's yeah. still fucking Mass Effect. It's 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 a remaster, not a remake. So I could I already know what's going. I've played this game one. I don't know how many times. So, but it still brings me joy. It's still dope as fuck. I mean, thousand percent suggested. I'm definitely rambling on. Hopefully, Booty is Bob got some shit to send us to say about it. But I mean, did you have any questions or anything? You know, since it just dropped, it's been a little while. Anything you wanted to? Nah, no, dig into in that. no questions. I'm just looking forward to it. Like, I think that's one that right. I will kind of use to kind of re-enter into the gaming world for a little bit. Enjoy it. Like, I thought about doing Hitman 3 because I got that. And, you know, it's like one of those where it's like, I do look forward to this. I do look forward to getting into, you know, this universe, especially for a sci-fi RPG. And that's kind of my big, like. I love sci-fi and I love RPGs. So this is something I probably need to experience. 
and it really is like when when they say it's what it could be the greatest it's hard to argue against it now you gotta yeah. again look at it in its totality yeah. You can't look at that as just Mass Effect One, but the fact that they packed that all in into one game plus the DLC. Yeah. My God. Yeah. But yeah, man. So I mean that, that that's pretty like for you, like it's one of those games when you put the title screen on and the music starts to play, you can let it be in the background and it'll set a kind of specific mood that I'm telling you. That yeah. that I feel like is healthy. That's what I like. Like I want that. Like and I want like I I'm kind of envious because it kind of washes away the Andromedaness, like you said, and it's like, it's like I want a Bioshock Four to wash away Infinite, like just bring Ken Levine back. Let's wash away Infinite, like it didn't happen. Let's do Bioshock Four. That's that's that's. I'm I'm happy though, man. I'm happy for you because that's incredible to get to relieve that. It was like t- Tony Hawk last year. I got that opportunity to relive a portion of that with Tony Hawk last year. And, like I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one, man. Like I'm looking forward to this. Well, and and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just put a little bit more weight on it in this sense. Like you know, it's great remasters or remakes, but they're like seminal ones, right? Yeah. So I would probably for you maybe it's more akin to like when Resident Evil, Resident yeah. Evil did the the um, remake. Now the difference with this being a remaster, I like the nostalgia in it because yeah. I'm an old fuck. You know what I'm saying? So. It looking rough around the edges actually brings me back to like a happier time, and I get excited about riding this roller coaster again. And like, as far as like definitive storytelling, I I want to say like excited as excited as you get about Persona Five, and I haven't played it yet or whatever. Yeah. How great that game is! It's hard for me to compare, but I mean, maybe in your head, maybe you know what I mean. Like when we're talking about games of games, like when we're talking about best of the best, this is not like. As much as I love Tony Hawk, I, I I feel sacrilegious comparing Mass Effect to Tony yeah, Hawk yeah, for, yeah. for what it offers. But I understand the comparison. I mean, even like you you got to be up there with like Witcher three maybe as far as content. And it's even hard to for me. It's even hard to compare to that. Um, just I'm borderline like objectively as far as like amount of content and shit that you can do in trees and the way it can branch and stories you can tell and how well done is like technically is so. Yeah, bro. This is a definite one that I would supremely suggest to put into your collection over like anything else out right now. For sure. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Let us know what you think about Mass Effect if you've gotten a chance to play the the remaster, the the collectors or what they call the ultimate edition or legendary edition. Legendary oh, edition. Yeah. I will legendary say this. Edition. It's not. It's not gonna be for everybody, too. I mean, yeah. it's, it is rough around the edges, and if you do it, like if you get into it, it's just even for some big fans with some of the changes that you know that's played in like every year or been playing it for forever. I mean, it might not string your cord, but like uh, the majority of people that I know listen to us on a daily or not on a daily, on a weekly, <laughs> and like you specifically, it's kind of like okay for cause for the value that you're gonna get out of that game. Yeah like it's a steal let us know that's what i want to know i want to know from the tribe is like let us know your thoughts and opinions on that too all right we got some news we got some news should we roll the news theme time i don't have any other games to talk about news 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 boats and holes boats and holes i may rewatch step brothers channel four news with five-time emmy award-winning anchor ron burgundy Chamkine Sports. Rick Tamlin Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. Alright, Todd, we got some news. We got some we got some breaking news in the gaming world. You ready for this first piece of news? Yes, sir. First Lady Demetriscu, the the big, tall vampire chick from Resident Evil. Somebody's already released a nude mod. So she blew up the internet, now they've got nude mods for her, apparently. That didn't take long. Digital titties, man. Everybody knows we've been talking about digital titties from the beginning. We've been talking about digital titties and butt cheeks 
for quite some time. And from what I understand, it's a large quantity of both wrapped up in this demon bitch. So pretty much. Congratulations, Myers. Pretty much. Next piece of news. Xbox has a new IP they haven't talked about yet. Microsoft's Ben Decker, general manager of gaming services at Xbox, he was recently featured in an interview with Games Radar about the growth of Games Pass. Uh, but he talked about having a new IP that he's not revealing yet, but is going to blow people's minds when it is revealed. So, don't know what all that means. Don't know what that IP is going to be, but apparently it's probably going to be on Games Pass as well. And Games Pass still killing it, right? Still. I mean, still fucking with Game Pass. Whatever happens, listen to Outriders. Outriders, yeah, I need to get back on that. I've got a... That's one I need to get back on with Bob, which we'll probably get back on. Um, that was a lot of fun. Playing multiplayer in Outriders was a lot of fun, I gotta say. Uh, next piece of news, Activision has officially uh, cut ties with the voice actor behind the ghost character Modern Warfare 2019 and Warzone. Jeff Leach, he was the voice actor. They cut ties with him after sexist comments surfaced or resurfaced. Mm. So mm. he said something sexy. Maybe that's why I had executive. Maybe that's why I had executive just reinvested into the company. I think it was like ninety million. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Somebody's Interesting. in trouble. Uh, PlayStation's announced that they've got two new DualSense controllers hitting shelves next month. Looks like they have a Cosmic Red and a Midnight Black is what they're calling it. Cosmic Red and Midnight Black for the DualSense controllers. So, they look pretty nice. Sounds like a porn parody. It does. I will say this, the Cosmic Red looks more pink. Looks more pink. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. Um... Uh, PlayStation. Still on a PlayStation without having a fucking drive to fucking Utah. Or meet a guy behind a Hobby Lobby. Um, Just saying. (laughs) So apparently the whole uh, play at home thing just got a major update. It's coming on May 17th. So May 17th, there's a lot of in-game updates. Rocket League. They're giving a PlayStation Plus pack out, which includes a blue notch wheels, blue smoke boost, blue rock trails, a new banner. Brahalla is getting a Rayman Legends unlock, a Sir Rayliot skin, uh, Destruction All-Star. They're giving away 1,100 Destructional points. For MLB The Show, they're giving away 2110 The Show packs. For NBA 2K21... Uh, Rogue Company, or no, the Play at Home pack includes My Team Series 2, Amethyst, Damian Lillard, 5,000 My Team points, and more. Does that mean anything to us? Are you happy about that? For 2K20? No, I don't play that shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. Yeah, I don't play that shit. Let me not say that. I mean, it's a lot of motherfuckers that fuck with that. It's just not my thing. No, I barely, I, <laughs> Fair. Barely need to be on motherfucking my career. But yeah, good shit. Keep keep stealing from the children. That's what they're doing. That's what they do. That's what they do. Condition, though. EA yeah. has, an, has a... Tw- the EA's announced something, Todd. Are you ready for this? I'm so happy that yeah. they're letting us know. EA has said people will be really blown away by the Battlefield 2021 reveal. Thank you for that promise. Be blown. <laughs> I love how companies Fucking have to go. Streetwalkers. You're going to be blown away. Don't worry. You'll be blown away. Blown if you get this game. <laughs> if you get this game, you're going to get blown away. That's what happens. They use certain terminology for a reason. That's for sure. You're going to get blown, nerds. <laughs> away. I don't want to get blown away. Oh, no. This game didn't blow me away. Uh, apparently in a Q&A recently, Gabe Newell from uh, Steam, he has uh, hinted that Steam could be bringing some of their video games to consoles by the end of 2021. I'm telling you, dude, the walls are fading. PlayStation just put That's up their store on Steam. PlayStation put up a store on Steam. The walls are fading away. There's no I more mean, exclusives. Uh, and, 
I'm concerned. I, like I just thought about it on second thought. Like that would be that's great, but if they're bringing more gl- games with less cheat clappery because the Chinese censorship, I don't know if I'm happy about that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't like that censorship. Not that kind of censorship, guys. Come on now. Uh, PlayStation Player Celebration is back. PlayStation Celebration. Registration starts today and is going to remain open until May 31st. So you go to PSN, you sign up, you start playing on May 18th. Uh, Games goal, you earn trophies, and then you're going to earn exclusive themes and avatars for your PlayStation. So, Mm. that PlayStation, I'm just, I'm more interested in the whole Game Newell, like saying that Valve may be bringing games to consoles, and now Sony's going to launch their store on Steam. I think that's kind of the more interesting. We talked about this a year ago with the disappearing exclusivity stuff. And I'm just like, it's really starting to fall now. Nintendo's the last holdout. They're like, no, we've dealt with Panasonic in the past. You're never getting Zelda again, guys. No one's getting Zelda but us. That was a great callback. That was, yeah, you remember that? Not callback. That's not the right term. You know what I'm saying, though. But, like, yeah, that, that, I forgot about that shit. Mm. We talked about that about Nintendo a year ago. Not, not about that shit. Yep, sure did. You're right, sir. You yeah. are right. And, and it is fucking, I mean, that's, it's the, it's the fucking, you know, intermingling. It's the, it's the fucking oneness that's coming, though. What is it, what is it called? The singularity. The singularity. Well, I mean, look at the crossplay. Me, Bob, and my wife played Apex the other night. By the way, I was very proud of her. She did an excellent job. But we played Apex the other night, and it was, uh, you know, me and Bob were on computers, and she was on the PS4. Like, that's, it's gonna, it's starting to fade. Like, there's no more, used to, you used to kind of, like, go to a console for either the exclusives or, like, where it was all your friends were, you know? Like, all my friends were on Xbox 360, or all my friends were on PS3, you know? But now that stuff is starting to slowly kind of trickle away, and, um... Some of those rumors, it's kind of interesting. Battlefield 2021 is confirmed for both last-gen and current-gen consoles. So, Battlefield 2021 is coming. Um, I mean, I'm going to be... I'm interested in another Battlefield. Um, the last one I enjoyed, really, was Battlefield 4. I really liked Battlefield 4. Um, I didn't really care for 5 as much. Alright, let's see what else. what else they got. PS5 users are playing more and buying more than PS4 early adopters. Not me! Not this guy! I bought two games! <laughs> Other PS5 users. Not this guy, though. Uh, the, I, I saw that. That makes sense. It does. It makes sense to me. I like the feel of the PS5. Don't get me wrong. I just haven't had anything that's really kind of like... Outside of Demon Souls, you know? Like... I, I did play a little... I didn't say that earlier in the show. I did play a little Genshin Impact this week, too. I played probably about three or four hours. But see, but see that's what I'm saying, man. It's not like... It's not like that grand game out yet that's not yeah. on either... Like it's, And I mean, I guess it's always been like this to an extent, but this has been like the weirdest year ever. Of right. To actually get a, like any system. Um... You know, it's not the most impossible thing in the world, though. Like, part of me not getting it is because I really haven't just pushed that hard. But I don't know, man. Um, I thought I was even going to be more excited about Ratchet and Clank coming out. But at this point, it's kind of like, well, I don't know, man. I don't know the next I'm PlayStation actually, 5 exclusive game that's coming out that, like, I would have to have quite yet. I'm actually more excited about the new Venom movie than Ratchet and Clank. I'm like, let there be carnage, though. Like, that was, the trailer was great. The whole thing where he was just like, the chocolate lo- delivery is going to be late. And he go- Venom's like, no, I will meet eat Mrs. Shin. And he goes, no, you're not going to eat anybody. <laughs> that was. Bro, Woody Harrelson as carnage. Dude. It's going to be so American good. American Psycho has nothing on this natural born killers is one of my favorite movies ever of 100%. all times and that's the perfect cast and he looks great in that role i'm excited yeah the Two great actors the updated one so you remember the bonus scene at the end of the f- the first venom movie where they did show him and he had that weird yeah. red wig on 
And now that right. they've corrected it and it actually looks a lot better right. and I'm excited it about it. It looks great. And the right, humor, dude. The humor keeping up with that humor at the beginning where Venom's cooking him breakfast. And it's just like, I still, I love... Venom's like, they finally did it. They finally are going to have Carnage in a live-action Marvel movie. And I couldn't be happier about it. Well, and I'm excited about it because of the, the run they just did with the King in Black. Yes. Opens up a whole bunch of shit for the Venom character in general. That King and in Black was And that's why I was just... excited about the, the cross... Like whenever King and Black went through that, now that, and I knew they were coming out with Venom too. I'm like, okay, this is what good companies do with their fucking best characters. They figure out yes. ways to manipulate us and use opportunities to crossplay, or not crossplay, but to you know cross brand. And they can now, from the comic book, they have a source to even expand the Venom universe in a whole different direction, and they already kind of laid the groundwork down. So this is one of those rare times where every now and then a sequel carries on and might be the better film. Just kind of like Mass Effect. Mass Effect 2 was better than 1 to me. Yeah. But you got to respect both of them. So, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm excited about that trailer. Well, like the whole thing going on right now with like the Venom and in the comic world where basically like they've turned Eddie Brock Venom into like this perfect anti-hero like, the idea of, like, in that Marvel universe, like, Venom meeting, like, the Avengers eventually, like, that excites me. Like, Venom and, like, the new Captain America. Well, doesn't Sony still own Sony still owns Venom? it, but there is this, there's an, a bargaining chip here for Marvel and Disney. Like, I mean, there's a bargaining chip here right now because the idea that Sony owns Venom character, but they don't necessarily isn't it that they rent out or they pay a license fee to use spider-man essentially like they haven't gotten spider-man rights Marvel completely back something like that but i, I think the last more did they get him back we got to do about yeah i think because yeah. the last film was a marvel film yeah um, sony still owns them though but the thing that i'm looking forward to is more like success they have the more opportunity that you have Disney to go want to go and buy the rights back to that character. Just like Disney would want to go back and buy the rights back to the X-Men eventually. The problem with that I is you got those back too. Did they? Okay. Man, I may yeah. be completely wrong. Let me see. Let me see. I think they did get the rights to X-Men. Yes. Yes, uh, they do. Okay. They do. Yeah. They do. Hey, a, I was hey, wrong hey. about that. You're right. Sony still owns the film rights to Spider-Man and 900 related characters, Spider-Man, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yeah, but you Sony, like, they play it. a license, uh, a fee to Sony to use, to make those Spider-Man movies and to use them in the Marvel stuff. Um, But, like, I really want them all under one umbrella, and I think we're getting closer to that reality. And I think the more successful the Venom stuff is, the more, I guess... I think it would be the more leverage for Sony to go into negotiations with Marvel and Disney. Does that make sense? That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at is cause you know, Disney's not going to pass up a cash cow and the idea, just the idea of Eddie Brock and then, and Tom Holland, Spider-Man and winter soldier all interacting together for some reason just kills me. Like the idea of those three interacting together would be brilliant in my opinion. Tom Holland's amazing as Spider Man. Man, that's that, that's the that's the actor that can lead into the next generation of, of Marvel films too. They they do them right. Speaking of um, that, before the cocaine addiction kicks in from Hollywood, was I the only one that teared up at the Phase Four trailer with Stan Lee's voiceover? <laughs> like, no, and then, no, them there was showing... a lot of people that pissed and cried all at the same. Time. <laughs> and then showing the Avengers like in game clip, like. Still, I mean, went back on Disney Plus and I rewatched it from that moment, and I was like, I still love this moment where Captain America Avengers assemble. All right, moving back on to more news. Sorry, I just get so excited about Marvel. Like, the idea that Marvel's fully realized now. Uh, new Battlefield game will be a relaunch of the franchise, and according to EA, here we go again. According to EA, we're going to have unbelievable player counts. You're going to be blown away by this. I can't wait for you to see this game. You're going to have 12 people on the map and it's going to look like PS3 games. 
That's what I want. We're gonna blow you. You're gonna away. do that. We're gonna blow you away. You're gonna get blown away every time, <laughs> all the time. Uh, Harry Hines. Harry. Oh God, no. Uh, next piece of news: Village, Resident Evil Village, is the third biggest PS5 launch so far. So, a lot of people into that Resident Evil Village. I hear it's a shorter game, though. I hear it's a shorter one. Um, but it's still most of Resident Evils are, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Resident Evil Two was like six or seven hours. One, I think you could do both together combined in like nine hours. Both both playthroughs. Try to pack it in, man. Just pack it in. Uh, Sony's being sued over charges for the PlayStation game. Uh, Joseph Severi Law Firm has filed an antitrust class action suit against Sony uh, for the price of games, apparently. So, that's interesting. Next piece of news. uh, In a conference call Q1 for investors for Nintendo, an OLED display firm... OLED display was mentioned for a Switch Pro. So, Q1 conference mm-hmm. call, they mentioned a possible Switch Pro with an OLED display. OLED! 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 Optical LED! Makes it good for the eyes! Man, I don't care. Give me that HDR. I don't care about the OLED. I need the HDR. That's what I want in my life. HDR is nice. The OPP. The OPP. I ain't down with OPP. I'm down with OLED. Uh, I remember how big that song was back then. <laughs> you down with OPP? Yeah, you know me. And I would sing it in, in the <laughs> back of the car. Oh, we are old. We are do, very do, do, do. old. We're very old. Naughty by nature. Naughty by nature. <laughs> Best trade I ever made in middle school. I bought the Naughty by Nature album from like 1999. And this is back in the day when we used to trade CDs. And one of my buddies wanted the Naughty by Nature record. So he traded me Reasonable Doubt. I won. Oh, the dummy. I won. <laughs> that was, I won on that deal. And those are the times where you love the barter system. Yes, he traded me reasonable doubt, and I or, and I got reasonable doubt, and he got naughty by nature. And I said, "Here, take this Puff Daddy album as well." I won. I won that. I won that that fight. You did, sir. You fucking did. I did. I was from then on out. I was all aboard. Yeah, uh. I don't know. Chicken dinner. That's all we got for news, Todd. That's it, man. That's all I Castlevania got. is out, and I can't wait to watch that. I already brought up Yasuke being out, Jupiter's Legend, uh, Jupiter's Legend, Legacy, Little Titties, Invincibles. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. I think I'm gonna watch. Uh, I think I'm gonna watch Castlevania now. So, since I've been binging, binging like great shits, might be. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't think playing Mass Effect Legends. You know, figuring out a way to probably bust a fire ass video game digital nut. There you go. For the world and slack a cow on there, you know, on the haters' faces. But yeah, man, it's always it's always good to go through the news with you. You got some good news in there. I don't have anything else. You yeah. watch Castlevania? Yeah, I probably watch Castlevania. Um uh I got two episodes of Invincible to catch up on. Uh oh yeah, oh yeah, you didn't you ain't seen oh yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, getting yeah. there. It's getting there. Did you see did you see the picture that I sent you? Uh hold on, let me see. Hold on. I gotta check. <laughs> That's fantastic. I like both of those pictures. Piers Hulk Hogan is terrified at resume. Help me, brother. Help me. Dude, I was watching, uh, somebody posted a clip online. Did you ever watch that show, Eastbound and Down, with Danny McBride? <laughs> they they posted that clip where he goes to Mexico to play ball, and he comes out on the field to Real American. It, <laughs> it, it show is so funny. I am a real American. <laughs> it's brilliant. Didn't Will Ferrell play like a rich car dealership yes. character with like, 
like wrestler blind here in that damn show, bro. That yes. show's so fucking retarded. I love that fucking show. I do yeah, too. Bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> he goes. Somebody also did it where it's like they showed it is it was Kenny Powers was Dogecoin. Or not, not Dogecoin. Kenny Powers was Bitcoin. And then um, uh, the guy, the other guy, Will Ferrell was Ethereum. And then you remember his little nerdy friend? He was Dogecoin, and he was standing up to both of them. And he's like, I'll show you. I'll show you who oh, I am. Man. Who knows what's going on in this wacky digital crypto world? It's fucking crazy. It's crashing as we speak. Yeah, as usual. Who's doing it? It's Who's me. Doing it? I bought all the Doge. I knew it, Caligula. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. You're buying all the Doge. Hoarding it for yourself. Hoarding it. Doge hoarder. I'm a Doge, Doge hoarder. hoarder. I'm a Doge hoarder. All right, you're hoarding the horror. Oh, <laughs> I mean Doge. Doge. Let's go. What? What are we talking about? What, what's the wrap-up subject for, for us to think about this week besides your guitar stickers and all the other kind of stuff? When are we talking about the laborers? Or, or something about people not want to work because yeah, people don't want to work trash. because they don't want to get treated like crap. I don't blame them because they want to suckle from Papa Biden's titty, <laughs> but it's nothing but powdered milk in it. Dude, some of his, I love those clips of him talking where he just like says something that's completely unintelligible. You're just like, I have no idea what he just said. It's Suckling from Biden's tits—it's wonderful. That's what they want. It's what life wants. We don't want to work. We're not real Americans. Look at Kenny Powers. That's a real American. He played baseball in Mexico. Backdola. But nah, man, you brought up a good thing with the like. I am interested in. You know, we, we can wrap it up with that. Like, what do you think's happening? Um, yeah with the world and, and, and as far as the labor force and I mean you know people are up gaming's up people are starting to do you think it's people starting to see like they can you know create their own I think it's people TikTok I think it's, channels and, and monetize it or free money or you know what I'm saying like what, what's going on with yeah, that yeah I think there's a lot of that too um, and people thinking that they can be like influencers and social media figures and stuff I mean, people really do, though. Like, I've noticed this, though, on TikTok. Like, you can get, like, 250,000 followers on TikTok and still not, like, be even close to being an influencer. Like, it's not like Instagram where you can get, like, half a million followers on Instagram and all that jazz. And, you know, you'll get all those brand deals and stuff. But I heard that the I listened to this this podcast called Metal Sucks Podcast, which is just about music, metal music and stuff. And they were talking about that with the band Slayer. They were just like Slayer had made this comment that they wouldn't make it in social media today. And they started breaking down how social media influencers and bands make music. It's like if you want to be in a band today, you don't make money off your music anymore. You make money off of like people mess with your music and they like your music, but you make money off your brand deals. Like wearing a Nike shirt while you're playing guitar on your YouTube channel. Or like wearing a certain brand of headphones. Like that's how you make your money now. Everything is an advertisement these days. Like it's it's really mm -hmm. just... And I think people see that and they're like, well, I'm interesting. Cyberpunk. Yes. Like people see that and they're like, well, I'm interesting. I can talk or, you know, I can make humorous content. And why would I want to go work at Walmart for 15 bucks an hour when I could, you know, get brand deals and, you know, be supported by like adamandeve.com or whatever. Like, we've had sponsors on this show. We've had OnlyFans. Yeah. I mean, people do oh, that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there are people who like legitimately like make millions of dollars a year off of like feet pictures. <laughs> no, I was, hey, that brings up something. I was legitimately thinking, legitimately thinking we need to start our OnlyFans for like, I got for like anime and stuff. So, I mean, that might come out. We'll see if people want to support. I got Go for a tribes it. person. Just draw an anime stuff. <laughs> okay. You said it on, on the show live. So don't be mad when I'm just like, Hey, Brian, I'll send you a link. Like, what the fuck, Todd? I'm going to get a divorce. She's going to fucking divorce me. 
you gonna turn into Quentin Tarantino and motherfucking Pulp Fiction when I when they brought no. that body to his house in the morning? No. <laughs> I need to rewatch that Tarantino. I know movie. it's good coffee. That's why I buy it. That's why I don't buy the cheap shit. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Tarantino's such a horrible actor, too. He's such a horrible actor. He's. A, I mean, he did do a great job of playing like a retarded pedophile. That still don't know. Yeah, he did a great that one. But what about um, what about in Django Unchained where he comes out with that weird Australian accent? He just, I might <laughs> just Tarantino. It's so no. bad. It's endearing for me though. I'm saying yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. It's it's endearing. But yeah, I I got you completely off uh, off topic, man. My uh, no, I mean yeah, that was kind of. It's kind of where I was going was just like, I think there's a lot of people who really do think that they could be like, there's only fans and TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and, and TikTok made it even easier, right? Because YouTube, you actually have to be able to edit and use your skills and like learn a new system. Like TikTok, you really don't have to do that much. You just set your phone up and yeah, you can get a video editor on your phone and do it that way. I've put some of our TikTok videos up like that, but they're just clips from our YouTube channel. Um, and that's really what it is. It's just like, I think there's a lot of people who uh, think that they're just able to do that or survive off their art or do what they want to do. But I also think that there's like, there's an argument that like, I think that does make an argument for like, the more we get into the automation of certain items, like, Kroger just opened up, my local Kroger just opened up two new self-checkout lanes. So they're even less cashiers than there were before. And, you know, now you've got pizza delivery that's being done by drones in, I think, San Francisco. I think that was... Correct. Yeah, pizza yeah, delivery. Yeah, the Domino's CEO was on a couple of weeks ago talking to him, yeah. just showing that little robot. Mm -hmm. And then that, and now you've got, I think it's in San Francisco. Now you've got, it's either LA or San Francisco. It's these automated... Sodom automated ubers like self-driving ubers you get in the back seat yeah and you just it takes now it won't go on the highway or anything and it's only for a certain radius right now but but that also like leads into like i'm an in insurance like that's a big argument coming up it's just like who's the responsible party <laughs> like when it comes to these self-driving vehicles we we just recently uh, we'll talk about that off the air because I'll tell you that story. I don't think I can talk about that on the air. Um, but it just does have to do with the self-driving side of things, right? Like, and so it's right. like the more we automate, it's like now you have more of an argument for what's called universal basic income. Like UBI is becoming a real concern in the States. And it's like right now it's like, yeah, I we don't have that old job mentality anymore. Like you don't go into the coal mines and work 12 hours anymore. Cause they're getting rid of coal. Like you don't, you don't go to work at the self checkout anymore because now you need one person to monitor six self checkout lanes instead of having sex, sex instead of having six checkers. <laughs> I was having sex in a coal mine. <laughs> no, I was talking too fast. But I just think it's an interesting argument. It's like, you're always going to need certain trades. Like, don't get me wrong. You're always probably going to need electricians and plumbers. You're always probably going to need roofers and people who know how to do things labor-wise. Like, you're going to need that. And I think those jobs are going to become more in demand because less people are going to want to do those type of jobs. But I think that it's going to be hard to automate some of that. Like, plumbers, doctors, surgeons, like, it's going to be harder and harder to automate Automate like doctors are going to start getting automated at a certain point, though. At a man. certain point, um, yeah. A certain general, aspect with certain type of surgeries is actually more it's safer to use a robot. Than, yeah, yeah. Like when a fucking robot can cut the skin off a grape. I mean, I'm sorry, Doctor Strange. Well, they've like, got a, it's kind of difficult to compete with that. They've got a diagnostic Not bed. To say they doctors developed. are going to go away. Yeah, yeah, they've got diagnostic beds though now. Like they've got beds that you lay in. They take blood pressure, temperature, heart rate. They do scans and they look at your body and try to tell you what's wrong with you. Well, and I think, I mean, it's impossible to just expect people to go right back into an environment that doesn't quite exist anymore post pandemic or yeah. mid pandemic, whatever the fuck, blah, 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 reset of economy. 
taking people out of their normal routines is going to naturally set a reset and a lot of people can't afford to go back to work for a cheap job because the schools weren't open or yep. they have children or all kinds of other shit that we don't pay attention to because we're big babies and don't give a fuck about having no kids probably selfish people I don't know or probably but do you want a sticker get responsible it makes it better right? do you want but, a sticker or some, or some would look at it as responsible you know what I'm saying but anyway uh I think that, as far as the data is concerned, that's a big part of the reason yeah. from what I've seen that people haven't gone back. You also got people making more money in unemployment than they yep. do at their regular job, which regardless of the boost, if you were making more unemployment than you did at a regular job, that's a good time to reevaluate life. I would guess I heard that. that and I kind of stuck with that. And then you have to sector people that maybe were working from home that are being forced to go back into the office and still aren't quite comfortable for whatever paranoid reasons and or same thing like childcare, for yep. example. Like I still have somebody like to have my kids and now I'm used to being able to stay at home and play my game during lunch in a relaxed environment and be more productive than I was before. Why are you trying to slave me out? And then you peel back the whole uh, you know, lunch CEOs nap. making like hundred and twenty six percent more than the yep. next you know person in the company which is like the large like this is probably the largest gap in american history like when henry ford started building fucking trucks or then cars and shit in 19 or whatever he wasn't 126 percent you know yep. richer than the next person like it was an actual proper tier and i don't know like that part too is like well you know as much as things are being automated you also have things like Uber and shit that still exists, you know, where you have humans. But even those people are having trouble kind of re, you know, seating people. Well, Uber you know, and um, Lyft are, but, but DoorDash is blowing up. Right. DoorDash exactly. is so huge. it's like it's just a get it's kind of turning into that gig futuristic economy, which yep. you know, with the you gig would think economy. Bolster like right. It's just it's just a strange time. So I you know, it could be looked at I think it's gonna be one of those things that's gonna be for me. The in game of the conversation right now is kind of like it's one of those things that can become one of those social topics that people will split themselves on, like red yeah. and blue states, where people, some people will look at it like people are just lazy and don't want to do anything and want, you know, Joe by Papa Biden's uh, powder milk titties. And then others will look at it and be on the other extreme. Um, I love being an American. I can say our president has power milk titties. But, um, yeah, you'd like you have the other side of people that's just like, well, it's not. I mean, why would I go back to that job? Yeah, legitimately, like, why wouldn't I take advantage of a historical time and recent things? Now that I got off the hamster wheel that I was kind of placed in and chose to stay on, like now that I got a little bit of clarity, like, well, what the fuck else do I want to do with my life? And you got a sect of people that are like, okay, I threat and there's new things and new opportunities and even though I'm older I may need to learn a new skill set yep yep 100%. you know so I mean you can go get your yeah, all those facts you can go get your scrum master certificate online with a six hour course and then have a job paying 60 or 70 thousand dollars immediately immediately entry level I mean they make it it's it's like why would I want to go back to work and do that if I can just get that certificate and get this job and then just jump from job to job, move from place to place in the United States if I wanted to. You know, instead of feeling what? stuck. What direction you wanna Yeah, exactly. And see that's the thing. I think it's value in that. Yeah. It's freedom. Because we are true Americans, Todd. We look for the freedom and thing. We are true Americans. Sorry, I'm hitting the desk right now. I love that song. I do. Fight for the freedom. Every I don't remember the lyrics. That's what I'm going to learn on guitar this afternoon. But yeah, let us know what you think, right? Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, stt underscore pod, facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, patreon.com backslash stt pod. We want to know. We want to know what you think about the overall. This has been the state of the union. Skip the tutorial style. This is how the state of the union should go. We'd just go out and talk like this. Man. Yeah, just about a bunch of random bullshit and probably go back and listen to this and be like, what? What is, was that? What is wrong with both of us? What was I going through? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this it's it's good it's good to be back with you, man, as usual. You yes, know what sir. I'm saying? Yes, sir. 
Yeah, man. Our, I just want to have a, a quick uh, RIP to our, both our friends, Jackie. Yes. Uh, he, was, he was a soldier. Speaking of Americans, you know what I'm saying? The Marine, the, the great friend and father. Even though we weren't that, that close, I won't pretend he was a solid human being. So, you know, RIP Jackie. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's another thing that's going to look weird about this episode. But, again, I'm grateful to be above ground and doing the thing with you, be. You know what I'm talking about? It's always a pleasure. 100%, brother. All right. That's been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. Again, let us know what you think. And then before we sign off, as we always do, stay humble. Stay humble. Bundle. Jig with it. I, I don't, you might have to cut that. I was about to say get jiggy and I'm just jig with it. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's the good, it's the moon rock. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, bro. Bye. All right, family. Thank you.